Hey, welcome to episode number two of Glue Inject Fuel, the sales enablement podcast from Omnitrax. In episode number two, we're going to talk a little bit about UI UX design. So today we have with us Daisha Diaz, one of our UI UX interns, and she wants to talk to us a little bit about why UI UX is so important and how sales can actually have an impact on how we design the UI UX of our software and assist them. So first off, Daisha, welcome to uh, to our podcast. Tell me a little bit first about what is UX research. So user research focuses on understanding who our users are, what their abilities are, um, what they need, and sometimes you can also see what their limitations are through various feedback methodologies. And this this puts us in a better position um, to. This gives us um, context and perspective and puts us in a position to respond with useful, simplified, and productive design solutions. And research is actually one of the first steps of UI UX design because user experience is trying to understand who our users are. But even though it's just the first step, it's a constant iterative process because we're doing this throughout the whole design. We start off by finding you know, what they need and then we create something based on their needs. And then when we create that certain thing, we wanna make sure that it's useful. And then so once we figure out everything and it's good to go, we send it out. And then we actually test after to make sure that we confirm that, oh, this is useful. Or sometimes we just check for bugs to make sure that everything's running smoothly. So we always kind of joke that you know truck drivers have big hands. Uh, you know, they don't have the, the nice fine fingers that uh, office workers do. So would you say that one of the, the key things is really making sure that truck drivers can use the software on the device? Yes. So we actually, we do test with truck drivers and we want to see if their big fingers are able to touch, you know, the buttons on like the IVG and make sure that it's working out for them. Um, we actually do this through usability testing. So, for example, with the IVG, we give them a task and we ask them, hey, go to or perform this function or go to your hours of service log and um, edit your log. And we want to see what their flow is, if they're having any frustrations to see, you know, what are they getting most frustrated on? Are they getting most frustrated on they can't tap it because, you know, the buttons are too small? Or are they getting frustrated because they can't even find how find out how to edit their logs or it just takes a super long time? So it sounds to me like there's really two components. There's the back end as well as the driver end, but both are critically important for our software. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Because um, what I heard you describe in the kind of the first question and the second one was really that we need to make sure that our software is highly usable, that it has the right flow, and that it's not gonna be frustrating, but in fact, streamlines the process of anybody using the software. Is that an accurate readback? Yes. Excellent. So talk, let's talk a little bit more about usability testing. You, you talked about it with uh, the drivers and the IVG, but a little bit more about what is it and why we should actually do it. Okay. Yeah, so usability testing is actually a small part of UX research because there's just a whole lot of different methods methodologies that you can do to find you know what you're looking for but usability testing is kind of that quantitative hey here's what happened here are the numbers here's what works and here's what doesn't but you also get some of the qualitative feedback where you actually see the driver's emotion going through you know or you see the user's emotion going through the actual usability test 
Um, so we use usability tests to evaluate um, our products by testing it with our actual users. Uh, we ask them to, like I said, we ask them to do a task, we see if they can perform it, we look for their emotions, you know, uh, we look for sometimes even their body language when we're with them face to face and we look for any issues that they're having and sometimes we like to see those issues because it kind of confirms that, okay, this isn't working out and it allows us to start problem solving. What can we do to make, to take those frustrations away? So that's why usability testing is so important because before we actually re release um, a fully coded product or you know a feature, we want to make sure that it actually works and that it's running well and functioning really great. So, <laughs> one of the things you said that was really interesting talking about looking at body language, um, I never thought about it, but that's a real indication of how well people can actually navigate through software. So that was really interesting. Thank right. you for sharing that. So with all the testing and all the design work that we're doing, can you talk a little bit about who truly benefits from this? So, um, in my opinion, and I feel like in a lot of designers um, and every product managers, people who are actually in, in, involved with working on the, everyone involved with working on the product, which is like the whole company, everyone benefits from user experience research, right? Because whenever we have a great product and it's working well and our users like this, um, it really benefits the company because we see that, you know, in the money that we get back. Because when a product is super good, people are going to want to re-sign contracts. People are, or customers are going to want to re-sign their um, contracts. And sometimes it's even word of mouth. Like the other day, I was actually speaking to someone who's working on NPS surveys. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, oh, someone was telling me that Keep Trucking has this great interface, blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing. And, you know, I might switch over to Keep Trucking. So, you know, we already see that kind of deal whenever we're calling people from NPS surveys is that they're talking about competitors because someone else told them about it. So if our products start to become really great because our, our products are user-friendly and the de design is awesome, then that's word of mouth, possibly talking about, oh, Omnitrax 1 is so great, their new platform, like, we're really seeing them being innovative. It'll even bring us more customers. And this is... Uh, so our customers even benefit from this because for them it's easier to use Correct. and they start to understand it and it's not so frustrating and outdated and you know they start to really love our product. And for sales specifically, this is something that will really benefit you guys because if we have a really good product and you know it's really user friendly, like I said, everything works great, it looks really pretty and it's just an awesome product and everything works then it's going to be easier to sell that product. Absolutely. I mean, we've already seen that. And that's, you know, one of the reasons we made the, uh, the, the Blue Dot acquisition with Miles Ahead was because, number one, they had a, a very good functional uh, interface on the mobile application. But also, number two, it gave us a jump, you know, a jump start on developing a new mobile application for our, our, our own tablets. So we've already seen what you talked about actually come right into play with us. Um, so... What, you know, with regards to sales, you know, how can, can our teams actually help you guys as UI UX designers? Yeah, okay. So um, one of the biggest problems that we actually have today is testing our current designs with actual users. Okay. So we kind of have to resort to testing with internal people, which if you do research on UX research, it goes to show that that's not your best 
user, you know, because we don't really use our own products. I mean, depending where you work, it's not like you're using it every day and you're not the user that's going to be passionate about trying Absolutely. to complete a function, right? So that's just one of our hardest, um, well, that's one of the biggest issues that's going on right now is trying to get people, our actual users to test. So how sales can help is if you guys can provide us with a list of customers that we can reach out to. You don't have to do the scheduling. You don't have to do the calling. All I need is an email and a phone number and I will reach out to them and work. You know, I will get in touch with the account managers and make sure that everything's good to go and that I can reach out to these customers. Okay, great. Yeah, so I'll do everything in the process, just a name, email, and phone number and that's all I need from you guys and hopefully we can build that connection so we can build a better product and benefit you guys as well. That's fantastic. So what we really need to do as sales folks and account managers is watch out for the people that truly want to give input into the software, uh, that want to perhaps even get previews of what's coming so they can try it. So we brought the, uh, the people that want to dig in and really get techie on it and I help identify those folks. Uh, and I think we can work on that for you guys. Uh, I think everybody wants to make a better product uh, and that everybody's super passionate about the products as well. So Daisha, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, everybody who's listening, thank you again for joining us on episode two of Glue and Jet Fuel, the sales enablement podcast from Omnitrax. If you have any comments, ideas, or topics that you'd like us to cover, please drop us a line at salesenablement at omnitrax.com. Have a great day. Thank you.